Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. Today, I'm here with Discus. Yo, hi. <laughs> So you're originally from the UK? Uh, yeah, from uh, a small county called, well not small, called Surrey, mm -hmm. which is like uh, just sort of southeast of London, um, in a little town called uh, Farnham. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And your parents are originally from there as well, or? Yeah, yeah, my parents, yeah. Mm -hmm. What do they do? Uh, my dad's an engineer, my mum's a nurse. Oh. So like something completely like yeah. relevant to music but yeah is your mom the more creative one though she like had you experiment with a lot of activities growing up is my mom more creative yeah um yeah i think my mom's i'm not really sure like they're both quite creative it's quite hard <laughs> yeah. what kind of music were they playing in the house when you were growing up uh a lot of stuff like i don't know like dido and like Old old records that like I, I don't know they weren't really massively into music. It was just more one of those things that in school my mum got me into guitar lessons and it was like that's how I got into it. Even though they're not musical. Yeah, know. was that something you requested for? Or did she kind of be, uh, like, she pick she an was instrument? just like yeah pick an instrument. I started up as a little kid as like uh, played like a little uh, recorder and. Uh, but then uh, when I was like eight years old, she was like do guitar lessons because all the other kids were doing guitar lessons or some instrument. So I did that guitar lessons at school and then realised that the teachers at school weren't that great so she like moved me on to like someone more private. Mm -hmm. How often were you doing these lessons? Uh, like once a week every Thursday for like half an hour so not too much. Yeah. Uh, and back then were you listening to Andy, Andy McKee or? Andy McKee? Yeah. Yeah, I love Andy McKee, like Sanger Jung, Andy McKee, a lot of acoustic guitar. But like when I started guitar, like my uh, my sort of uh, parents, or like they, they chose me to sort of do classical guitar. So oh, okay. Like, we had like a grading system in England where you have like what grade one to eight. Yeah. And I did like classical grades. Oh, so like, you had to take the exams? Yeah, I had to do exams. Yeah. Oh, you, well, that's really serious. I feel like that's so uncommon, like in the UK or America. To, I know in Asia, it's so common for kids to do like the exams to pass the grade. Oh, do you have like instrument exams? Yeah, yeah like yeah. I did p tons of piano exams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's weird. You sort of go to some little church or somewhere, like some strange yeah. building. It's always something strange. And, and then like you random. sort of sit there and it's yeah. some what, ra one person in like some reverby hall. <laughs> Right, you've got to sing some notes, or you've got to play some. Yeah. You've got to play three songs, and then there's a lot of theory and stuff that go behind it as well. But what made your mom or you want to take those exams? I feel like it's kind of uncommon. Most I parents are like in, just in, in England, especially for guitar. Or in England, it's, it's quite common. Yeah. Okay, maybe that's the same because Hong Kong used to be British. But okay, so do you like doing those exams and like uh, practicing yeah, a lot? I did, but then it got to the point where I was like, I don't really enjoy playing this sort of stuff. Because I was, it, was, it was almost like forced upon me, not like, I wasn't forced, forced, but it was like, that's what, I just wanted to do something different, so I got into like acoustic guitar and like uh, Andy McKee, like you said, and a lot more melodic uh, 
just playing what I want, using tab rather than looking at music because yeah. old school. Um, Were you in some bands back then then? Uh, only in school bands, like I was in a folk band, oh, wow. in a jazz band. Do you like that? Folk and jazz? Yeah. yeah, jazz band was harder, folk band was quite relaxed, I enjoyed that more. Um, Did it ever occur to you to make a group with your friends? Or were they not into music? Yeah, a lot of my friends weren't really into music, to be honest. I didn't really know any others, apart from my, my parents' family friends who had their kids doing music. A lot of my friends were into gaming, and for me, I was like between playing games and then making music most mm -hmm. of the time. How uh, else would you describe your personality back then growing up? Um, quite an anxious kid, quite a shy kid that uh, sort of hang out of everyone in school rather mm -hmm. than just select people, just sort of floated about whoever. Yeah. Um, did, did you like school? Yeah, I liked school. It was, uh, I mean, it was a good time of my life. It yeah. Wasn't like, did you do well? Uh, no, <laughs> not really. Just because, like, I don't know. I wasn't. I was one of those kids that didn't really focus in class at all. Mm -hmm. Sort of just unless I don't know. Unless it was like something that I enjoyed, I just probably fail at it. To be honest, like. Mm -hmm. um, but after school I went to college, I didn't do too bad at college. Where did you study? Uh, Alton College, but this is, I think college in America is different. It's uni, right? I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I went to uni after that, which is uh, Westminster in London. Oh, which okay. Which I did do well at, because it was music and I could use my Duskers stuff as as work to put forward. Mm -hmm. So I did So wait, well. what were you studying before music? What, in college? Yeah. Uh, what was I studying? Did you have a specified field? Or is it general education? It was, uh, I did a uh, music tech. Oh, okay. So it was uh, just like music technology, studio, production, mixing, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. So you already realized like right after high school that you wanted to make music your career somewhere or another? Uh, yeah, I think, I'm not really sure. Like, I kind of just did music because I enjoyed it, not because I wanted to I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do as a career. Like, my dad was like, oh, you could be an engineer and you could get into engineering. But I was like, I did that for a little couple, like a few months or a month or two, and also did a bit of welding. And oh, just, like with him? Yeah, yeah, so I worked with my dad as an engineer. I just trained. And um, yeah, I, it, was, it was all right. I kind, of, <laughs> I kind of got bored quite quick. Um, so now I was like, oh, I just want to do something I enjoy. So I just tried to figure out I just did music all the time and didn't really think about making money. I just ended up making a little bit of money. Mm -hmm. Were your parents worried of you doing music? Because they did. Did they know people around them that were able to have? Uh, no, they like, just thought it was kind it? of weird at first. Now they're like fully supportive of it, but like at first they were like, "Oh, he's just got his like internet friends." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And yeah. They just thought I was just like. They're like, "Well, you're gonna have to get a real job one day," or. Mm -hmm. But then I think eventually. As I saw, I've like came to America and started playing shows and stuff. They really like understand it now because they follow like San Holo and all the. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but back then, when you were doing music technology, do you think did you already know from the onset you wanted to be an artist, or with that you could have been someone who's? I think that, yeah, it was on my mind. Process. I was like, oh, I love making music and I love being like portraying an image or an art, as an artist. But. Um, 
yeah, I was sort of, I wasn't too sure, but I was like quite confident that I was going to do that, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, I know a lot of people who do music like don't want to study it, but what, like looking back, do you think it really helps you or do you think it kind of just made you, the, like the training too formal, that it's hard to be creative? Um, what, like study music? Yeah, because a lot of like artists I listen to, they're like, oh, I would never study music because the training's too formal and it would make me like, Take the love uh, out of music. I, I don't think it would take the love out of music. I think the problem is, is when you go to study music, it might it's so, it, it has to be so broad because there's so many different lanes of music. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like in uni we had to do like if I wanted to do that, like be in the sort of electronic scene, but no one else in my class was doing that. They were doing rock or something different. So they had to make it for everyone, so it was so broad that you wouldn't actually learn mm -hmm. specifics for you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you think you could, you recommend people going to study music in school? Uh, I recommend it because you just get to meet other musicians and you, mm. get, and you might just... I don't know, for me I use, I use it as a way to not get a job for three years <laughs> and just be around other music yeah. people. And just to, just to be able to make music, even sit at the back of the classroom just making music with headphones on. How did you get from doing the guitar to electronic music? Uh, that was a weird one. It was sort of like, I don't know, like in year 10, which is like when you're like, I'm not really sure what age, 15, 14? Year 10 is... In the sort of early, I heard like electronic oh, it's music like, being yeah, thrown 14. around and dubstep being thrown around, and I was like, oh, I really want to do that. I really want to like figure out how to make music on a laptop. And I just watched this one like YouTube video that like, just step by step with some guy drawing in notes, and I was just copying. Each <laughs> and I was like, wow, this is amazing. But also, I think in uh, my school before that, we, there was a program called Dance EJ, which is like a, a really you can just drag in loops. It's really easy loops, and they're all in key, and everything works. And it, and you can just make songs from it. And like I remember doing that, and it was like so fun. It was like I had so much fun doing that. And you get to show it in assembly like every Thursday or something like that. Mm -hmm. So oh, this is amazing. And I remember doing that, and I was like, then a few years later, obviously, when the dubstep thing, I was like, oh, I want to do it again. Like got FL Studio, and yeah, mm -hmm. I started making melodic, yeah, melodic music. Did you have? A name before Duskus? Uh, yeah, not really. Sort of. It's like <laughs> it's, it's out there, it's but kind it's of a not bad out name, there. So I don't really want to say it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, how do you come up with your name? Uh, Duskus was yeah. when I first started it. In the first like three months of it being existing, it was like me and my friends. So it was sort of Duskus, like. Uh, and then, yeah, he was just sort of a DJ, and I produced. But then it was like. We sort of just, he's sort of, we sort of separated, we didn't speak as much, and then mm -hmm. I just ended up just taking the project. Oh, so it was originally a duo? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, for like a month. <laughs> like not very long. Yeah. Like, yeah. How big were you until like San Hollow found you, or like where was your, uh, your career at that point? I think I had like 300 followers on SoundCloud, oh and I was gosh. getting like 10 comments on a track, and I was like, yes, 10. 10 comments. <laughs> and they weren't your friends too, so that's what's cool. Yeah, or yeah. maybe they were, I don't know. <laughs> yes, maybe some of them, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, were you already like a huge fan of him at that point? Of uh, San? Yeah. 
Oh, uh, you didn't really know his stuff. He had like 2,000 followers at that point. Oh, no way. So... Wait, how many years ago was this? Like five years ago, four years ago. Okay. So he hit me up. But he, I put up a preview of a track, of, of a sort of small track that I was like, this is cool, when people used to put previews up, I don't know. And um, San Holo commented on it, it was like, I can't what he said. Like cool. He's like, yo, this is sick or something. Yeah. And then I clicked on his profile, I saw this guy, I was like, oh my god, he's got 2,000 followers. <laughs> I was like, whoa, <laughs> that's crazy. Seven times me. <laughs> yeah. And then I saw like in his bio, it said like, at Bitbird. I clicked on that and it had like 50 followers or something. But I like, <laughs> even though I like trying to send stuff on these other platforms, I like just love the like the look of Bitbird and the branding. And San Holo did have a couple of little ideas up on there as well. So I was like, oh, I really love the way this looks. Mm -hmm. So I sent that, that preview track, the full thing, to uh, Bitbird. And then they just replied instantly saying, well, yeah, we'll, we'll do it as first ever Bitbird release, pretty much. Oh, wow. And then, yeah. And then how long after until you were, like, signed? Well, I'm not, like, exclusively signed to Bitbird. I'm just, I signed the releases, but... Oh, okay. Um, yeah. But you're the first artist to release on there? I know yeah. you're the first artist to something on there. It's just the release, that song. I was the first, basically the first artist there. Yeah. Bitbird, yeah. 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 And then at that point, were you still... But were you based in London by that point, or...? Yeah, I was still at home in Surrey. Um, still just in my parents' house making music. Mm -hmm. uh, at college at the time, I think. And then when did you move to London? And then after the two years of college finished, I went to... I applied to University of Westminster. And... Uh, oh, so you've been there ever since? I finished now, I finished yeah. last year, so I was there for three years, mm -hmm. um, which is good. Yeah. Um, After college, did you have to work other jobs meanwhile? Like, oh yeah, I did a little bit of engineering with my dad and welding, but yeah, I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's the only jobs I've worked. Isn't wow, it? so then like kind of soon after that you were already like living off music. Uh, so I went to university, you get a student loan. Yeah. <laughs> so three years there, um, so my parents supported me as well. Um, but now, after uni's finished, I feel, I feel like I finally can just do music. Mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then, how long after that did you do your song with Sun Hollow and Tor? It's like, uh, way after, right? Yeah, that was towards the end of the three years of uni, which is like, last year. Whoa, everything, okay, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, what was it like finally meeting him in person? Uh, or when was that actually? I think that was even before I went to uni because they did a uh, Bitbird showcase like three or four years ago in like uh, San's hometown called Zutamir and uh, it was like the first ever, I think it was from the first compilation, they did a little uh, get gathering of like 50 people and uh, yeah I flew over there and they did the live stream, my mum saw me on the live stream she's like wow he's there <laughs> Oh, no, I met Son, and it was like, yeah, it was quite surreal. Mm -hmm. It was quite crazy. And then, when did you do your session together, or make your song together? Uh, which one? There's two. Forever Free. Forever Free. Uh, that was like, I don't know, like a year ago, just before, a few months before the album, mm -hmm. his album. Um, I just basically wrote up a really basic idea of some vocal chops. And I sent it to him, he's like, yo, I love it, let's work on it together. And I was like, yeah, sick. 
and then he just basically finished it like really quick and I was like Jesus it's amazing <laughs> and then yeah so it wasn't in person it was just like no, we just did it online yeah, yeah. super easy like, and uh, when was the Bitbird writing camp your first writing camp uh, when was that I edited that video <laughs> I put up on this channel I was like oh wait you're in this I'm not even sure when it was like a year I don't yeah, know, days, I think yeah, it was more I'm than really a year bad ago. Days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but was your how was that? Like, was it your first writing camp, right? Or yeah, yeah, my first. Yeah, it was really sick. It was just cool to hang out with some, like, some of what I believe is some of the best creators. Yeah. Ever. Mm -hmm. Some of, like genius minds, just chatting to them, watching them make music, and then making music with some of them as well. It's just yeah, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. it's really and then what was it like um, touring with San? <laughs> Did you do many shows before that? Not in the US. That was yeah. the, the that that tour was the first ever US shows I ever did because I just got the visa and I was like fly over to the US, did Salt Lake City, and that was a crazy tour. Like quite relaxed. Everyone was really nice on the on the bus. Um, didn't get too much time to make music, but yeah, it was, it was just for me. It was just like a learning a learning thing, seeing how crowds work. Because I've not played many shows. I'm not a great DJ. Um, but just see how the crowd reacts to your set. It took like three or four shows to really adjust my set mm -hmm. to understand how it all works, you know. And you never have played with such big audiences before, right? Or in the UK, have you? Uh, no, no, that yeah, no, not that big. Was that in the UK? I played to like, stressful. Yeah, I was super stressed. Well, actually, I don't know. I feel like we've done a couple in uh, Holland. Okay. Uh, ADE. Yeah. Which are like still much smaller. Oh, those are. But they, those are smaller. But you've got a lot. A lot of my friends were there, so it was like that was more nerve-wracking because all my friends are watching. But like when it's in America, you're just playing to some like random kids you've never seen in your life. So it's kind of just like yeah, whatever. And it's not as nervous. I'm not. I don't get as nervous. Mm -hmm. And how about your Julu tour? That you're just like used to touring by that point. Yeah. Or? Obviously, the first show I got to get back into it, but then it was like. Yeah, easy. Mm -hmm. Really fun. I used to get like so nervous for like the shows at first, but now it's just like when I'm not playing a show, I'm like, oh, I want to play a show. Do you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. like, Actually, for like new artists, what kind of advice would you give them for if they also have the anxiety before they go on a show? Uh, that's a difficult. That's a difficult one to be honest. There's a lot of different. I mean, have one, have a beer, <laughs> put some sunglasses on. Sunglasses. Uh, yeah, I don't really know that. I got, if I knew, I would, I would have used it. <laughs> Just keep playing shows until you don't get nervous. Mm -hmm. it, basically. Yeah. So in your previous interview, I think that you said that you took a small break from music. Uh, yeah, I, I, I sort of had like a block for a while. Um, of just sort of repeating myself doing the same sort of musical process every time so I took a break only for like a month or two mm -hmm. which is still quite a long time but I just sort of relaxed I just sort of reconnected myself to the music I liked tried to find new music and stuff re-inspire myself and then changed up all my like processes of how I go to make music so like I mess around on keys or guitar now and rather mm -hmm. than just doing it straight in the piano roll like try out just new tools and in Ableton, new, new uh, plugins etc yeah just to like make it more fresh myself because I was repeating the same sort of thing every time I was like this is getting so stale 
Mm-hmm. So no wonder I was getting like kind of bored of making music for a bit. But now I'm like super connected again. It's like I feel like right now is the best. Oh, that's so like good. Best. Yeah. And how did you meet Graves? Uh, I've never met him in person. He just hit me up on Twitter. And how was the process like for that? Well, uh, making the track with Graves? Yeah. Um, yeah, I just sort of sent him a bunch of ideas. I was like, if there's any of these you vibe with, let me know. And there's one called Easy, which like, I recorded my girlfriend's vocal. We just sliced like, I wish it was easy. Oh, is she a singer? Yeah, she sings. Oh. Um, she does music as well. Um, that's yeah, then I sent cool. that to Graves and he was like, oh, I love the idea and then he just completely fleshed it out, changed up the drop a little bit, added like much his, his normal like Graves drums. And yeah. Then he found another vocalist called Johnny Payne, I think. And uh, yeah. That that's, it. yeah, I mean that's so easy that if your girlfriend sings that you could practice so much of like how it is to work in sessions. So I feel like yeah, a lot yeah, of people yeah. who first started producing, they don't know how to actually work a session. Like a lot of SoundCloud people, can't do that. Is that something that you kind of like learn with her of how session works or like how to feed in vocals, work with vocals like in, on the spot? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, yeah, just working with people in real life in general gives you that confidence to just be like, yo, change this, do this in the studio. This mic, this mic's not working. Change it out. Do you know what I mean? And a, and a mm. lot of producers now are just in their room. They don't meet anyone. And they're just making music on yeah. it. Yeah. So it's, yeah. <laughs> What's but. the inspiration behind Tell Me Why? Uh, that was just sort of like me going into my new direction with the housey, housey direction, um, which is what I've really getting into. Sort of like, yeah, I just sort of wrote the, the chorus and then just did some vocal chops, auto tuned them, cut them up. I was like, yo, this is pretty cool, I like this, I like this. And then mm-hmm. I got my girlfriend to sing on it. And uh, we sort of like the sort of PC music, auto tune sort of vocals, so that's what I sort of like, like going for. Mm-hmm. Um, so we sort of really, yeah, she recorded that, and then she just wrote something really cool for it, and I was like, yo, this is so sick. And then, yeah, that was it, really. How about the inspiration for the lyrics? Uh, well, so like my girlfriend wrote that, so it was like. Yeah. Um, was it something you were bouncing off, or like sharing what stuff that you wanted, or was it just kind of like her, like I want to write this, and you just. Yeah, it was sort of. I, I I did give her my feedback. I was like, yeah, I love the idea, and I I feel this as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> How do you say your music has changed compared to the early songs you made? Uh. Like the early songs I made were like more. They were still me, they were still fresh to me at that, at that point in time. It was like, I was making this sort of future bass thing when it wasn't made, called future bass. And it was like, uh, some people called it love trap, chill trap, whatever. Mm-hmm. To me at the time that was like super fresh. It was like, yo, I love just making whatever. And then that sort of style got super oversaturated. That wasn't the reason I stopped making it. It's just because I sort of fell out of, I wanted to do something that felt fresh again to me. Yeah. So I, sort of just try to figure out how I can just continue making what I like and keep it fresh to myself, changing up the BPMs, changing up the drums, uh, still keeping the core dusker sound of like the vocal chops because that's always been there, um, but just sort of changing up the sounds really and still keeping the melodic aspect of it but just the sounds and how modern it sounds and what, what feels good to me. Mm-hmm.
How do you say you've grown as a person compared to when you were younger? Uh, that's a difficult question. <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> the same person. Yeah, I feel like I'm a lot. I'm a lot. I'm still not really confident, but I'm a little bit more confident. Um, I've just turned into a more of an adult, mm -hmm. basically. Yeah, <laughs> same as everyone else. <laughs> What would you say have been your biggest challenges so far in your life? Uh, I think like overcoming like a creative block, which is like, which happened like a few months ago. I was just in this huge block. And it made me feel super like depressed about it. Just like, I was like, ah, oh, I'm never going to write what I like again. I'm but then I just realized I was aiming to write something good rather than just forgetting about what I'm writing and just mm -hmm. really feel music for what it is and forget like when you get pressure from the music industry and like money starts coming in and people are watching you, you have to do things, you have deadlines. It's super like, it just killed my buzz oh, completely. Yeah. And I was like, but then I just realized like, just make what you want still. Just forget about everything else. Just continue doing music. You've got to separate it out. It's quite hard to do, but I think I, think I figured it out mm -hmm. now. Yeah. What does love mean to you? Uh... Uh, I don't know, um, it's not, it's, it's not permanent, it's temporary, I don't mm. think it's ever permanent, uh, I feel like, yeah, that's, yeah, just temporary, I don't really know what else to say, that's a difficult question again. Yeah. <laughs> well, the last one, what do you want to be remembered for? Uh... I don't really mind if I'm not remembered, to be honest. Um, maybe for my music or something. I don't know. I don't really care if I'm remembered, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's it, really. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is awesome. Thank you so much. No worries. Thank you for having me on. See you. Bye.